0: Welcome to the Big Ideas for Small Business podcast, hosted by fellow small business owner, Tim Hayden. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Big Ideas for Small Business. I am your host, Tim Hayden, and I'm really honored to have Chris Hogan with us. Chris, thank you so much uh, for being on our podcast today.
1: Well, absolutely. It's a pleasure to be with you.
0: Yeah. Hey, Chris, if you will, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and what you do.
1: Well, I am an author, speaker, and financial expert. I've been a part of Ramsey Solutions uh, for going on 15 years now. Uh, former business owner. Uh, I consult and work with businesses all across the country, Fortune 100 to 500, uh, but primarily come in to speak and do training or to do leadership training with people around the country.
0: Okay. Well, that's great. Hey, you want to tell our listeners anything, any, anything uh, a little bit about your family?
1: Well, I am. Uh, I'm the father of three boys. Uh, they are all three teenagers, uh, as I call them: hungry, hormonal, and happy. Uh, <laughs> so they uh, they keep me busy, but uh, great boys. i born and raised uh, from Kentucky and uh, had the opportunity to live up north uh, when I went to grad school and got my master's in Pennsylvania, then started to transition south and uh, have been working really in the business world for a long time. Uh, (laughs) But I have the heart and passion for business owners. I know you know, the challenge out there. I know the uh, it's it's an island at times, and mm-hmm. you've got a lot of things going on, and especially, Tim, right now during these times, mm-hmm. uh, with the COVID virus, uh, and the things that are going on, just the challenges that business owners are facing. And so it's tough, and it's hard, mm-hmm. uh, and you've got to make very intentional decisions, and you can't worry about being popular, right? What you have to do is you have to focus on being effective and i mentioned those things because i think if you're worried about being popular then what you're going to do is everything to keep everybody happy mm. you, and I, I i liken it to almost running for prom king or prom queen Mm -hmm. Right when you want everybody to be happy you won't ruffle a feather You won't say what you mean because you want to tiptoe and you want everybody to be happy But if you choose to be effective Then what you're gonna do is say what needs to be said and do what needs to be done And I'm not necessarily that I'm trying to offend or hurt anyone's feelings What I'm trying to do is chase down my dreams Mm -hmm. and your feelings can't get in the way of my dreams And if that's the case then you better put them in your pocket because I got things to do and people that I care for
0: Yeah, man, that's really good so so, you know, so our listeners, uh, you know, they know this, we created this podcast about four years ago to go deep for small business. And Chris, one thing we have not talked about ever is retirement. So I thought, uh, you know, man, it, it's great. And we're blessed that you're on with us today. So, Hey, my first question is how do you define retirement?
1: Well, as you will know, my first book was entitled, it retire inspire. It's not an age, it's a financial number. And so, you know, when I'm, I've been asked that question, Tim, I have to tell you probably 45,000 times, (laughs) how do you define retirement? And and as I get older, you see this gray in my beard, that's a souvenir. It means I've survived some stuff. Uh, But I would tell you this, I define retirement as this, options, Mm. options, right? I want to have things and get to do things I want to do, not that I have to do. And so, to me, if you properly plan and prepare, you're gonna have options. You'll get to make choices instead of having situations mandate that you do certain things. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, that's good. You know, and I think that, you know, for our small business owners or leaders to lean in, you know, the whirlwind of business just grabs hold, and a lot of times we don't even give a give a thought to retirement. So, to for you, Chris, why is it important for the leader of a small business to plan for his or her retirement?
1: You know, the thing that I love about business owners is that they have the mindset to to really not have fear, right? They'll chase things down. You it, it takes someone special to have this fire in your heart and then culminate that into a business. And so, you know, the reality is it's important for the leader of a small business to plan for retirement because here's the reality. If you don't plan and properly prepare, then it doesn't happen. Mm. What you get to do is, you know, you have the business working you instead of you working the business. Mm. And so it's about being intentional. And, uh, you know, being, especially for your family, you know, small business owners are naturally risk takers. These are people that want to chase things down, but you also have a family that you have to take care of. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it's important for small business owners to make sure that they're paying themselves and, and not sinking every dime back into the business. Mm-hmm. You're not running a hobby. This is a business, which means you have a product or service that meets a need in your community. And so you need to be properly paid and compensated for providing that service or that product uh, for people. And so it's really about planning and preparing. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, That's really good. Hey, so, uh, you know, is there an age limit that one should begin planning? And is there a time when someone may be too old to plan?
1: (laughs) Well, listen, you should begin planning yesterday (laughs) or years ago yesterday. And I'm fortunate enough, you know, I had uh, my mentor, as I was uh, 21 years old, starting off working as a as full time, you know, made me sign up uh, for the 403B at the university at that time, mm-hmm. which I'm pretty sure is illegal. Like you can't make somebody sign up. <laughs> but I tell you what, I'm grateful that he did. And I'm grateful that my knowledge started to learn in that process of thinking and planning. So I tell people out there, yeah, definitely get started. And what you don't want to do is to allow what you didn't do yesterday to keep you from doing what's necessary today. Mm-hmm. And you ask the tail end of that, is it ever too late? Not if you got breath in your lungs. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you woke up breathing, you got an opportunity to do better. And what we can't do is put our head in the sand and think everything's going to work out. And here's the bottom line. And I, I don't want to talk direct because I am a direct human being. That's how I'm wired. If we don't plan for our retirement, the government's not going to take care of us. Mm-hmm. Let me say it again if we don't plan for our retirement, the government's not going to take care of us. What we'll get to do is to keep working and working and working and working. And people, I'll never forget, a gentleman told me, I was coaching individuals at that time, and he goes, Hogan, listen, I don't plan to retire. I'm just going to work until I can't work anymore. And about three months after that, this was about 12 years ago, three months after that, I sit down with a 48-year-old gentleman that I was coaching, and he had early onset dementia Hmm. at 48. And his dad had gotten it at age 58. His grandfather had gotten it at age 65. So this guy is sitting there and he's panicked, right? Because he too had that mindset that he was going to work until his body wouldn't let him. Well, here's the reality. Here's the wake up call in this. We never know when the body won't let you. So don't put it off, start to prepare and to plan. And there are things that you can do now to put yourself in a position to be able to provide for your family, because it's all about love at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. You're wanting to plan and have things in place so you can do things for your family and for the people that you love the most.
0: Oh, that's good. Hey, so I think that's a good segue. How should the leader of a small business begin planning?
1: Well, I think there are three things. I'll break it down. I think first is dream. Um, and I, I, ta- I start with this. And if they go to my website, ChrisHogan360.com, I've got a free tool. It's called the Retire Inspired Quotient, the RIQ. And what it'll do is it'll help you begin to understand how much are you going to need, right? We, we tend to not engage with this because we just think, I don't know what I need. I don't know what to do. So I'm just going to play like it doesn't happen. And so dreaming is really important. Uh, I told you initially I defined retirement as options. I want people to think about what do you want to do? And ten people will tell me, I want to travel, or I want to spend time with family, or I want to spend time with my spouse, or I want to start a dream business, or I'd love to take some mission trips, or do some vacationing. And then, you know, everybody will list off some things they want to do. And I said, that's awesome. You got to know clearly, I want you to see that dream in high definition right? Just like an HDTV where you can see the aspects of that dream crystal clear. So dream is, is important. Planning is important. That's you sitting down with an investment professional, having a conversation and a reality check about where are you right now versus where you want to be, right? And then the final step is huge and that's action. Mm-hmm. So you got dream, plan and action. And then the action side, I'm talking about budgeting. I'm talking about saving, attacking debt and investing. The- those, those things are the things that will put you on a course to not reach your dream, but to be able to exceed them.
0: Hmm. Right, man, that's really good. Dream, plan, and action. So uh, good, simple words, but have got very deep meaning in my opinion. So I think, I think that's really good. Hey, should a leader plan only for themselves? What about their team?
1: Well, I think it's important for leaders to plan for themselves. Uh, You know, you've got people out there that are running businesses that they may have one or two team members, or or they may have 50 to 75 or 100 or more. Um, I think it's important for you to do it for yourself. That way you can make sure you're taking care of your family. But I think another obligation for a leader, and we all know, you know, Simon Sinek says leaders go first. And I think it's important for leaders not only to do that for themselves, but you also have an opportunity and an obligation in my opinion, to also help your team members start to see things differently. Listen, you don't get to the spot of a leader or an entrepreneur by accident. You've got some vision and you also got some bruises and scrapes. Mm-hmm. You have an obligation and an opportunity to help your team see and think clearly. And so to talk with them about money, you know, you know, 80% of people are living paycheck to paycheck, according to a stat in the Wall Street Journal. That's 8 out of 10 people. Mm-hmm. I'm from Kentucky. I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer, but I, I, I realize that's 8 out of 10. And so if you start to look around your office, if you've got 20 team members, you start to realize, oh, wow, this is real. And the thing that drives me now as a leader to be more focused on being effective and not popular is that every person I bump into has a family. Every face I see represents a family. As I speak around the country and stand on stages in front of various size audiences. And you know what? Families matter. Mm. So I think you have the opportunity and the obligation to teach your team members. Uh, We've got a program, it's called smart dollar. Uh, And what that does is it allows business owners to be able to have their team members learn about money. It's taught by Dave, Rachel, and myself, but it gives people an opportunity so that leader doesn't have to be the one. You're not digging into your team member's budget, right? That's out of bounds. But what you can do is talk about the importance of budgeting, talk about the threat of debt, uh, you know, and help people to learn better. So your your people, if your business owners are listening out there, and I don't care how many team members you have, go to smartdollar.com uh, check that out and just let them know that Hogan sent you.
0: Okay. Oh man, that's really good. You know, so when P- when you start thinking about retirement and you're you're thinking about planning, you know, if we pivot a little bit now, or you know, I got a pivot comment, a lot of people think about investing, you know, and they think about investing for the future. You know, um, there's so many different ways one can invest. What would you recommend? What would Chris Hogan recommend as far as investing?
1: Well, investing is interesting. Um, here's the reality. We all know that inflation is real. And the word inflation simply means the cost of living. Like we can think back to gas prices three years ago or car prices or whatever else. And we go, boy, each year it gets more expensive and inflation hovers between two and three percent. So if we don't grow money, if we don't invest money and have it grow, and that means grow to outpace the two to three percent of inflation, then our money is shrinking. Right. Money you've got stuffed under the mattress or sitting in a regular savings account, that money is actually shrinking each year. Right. And so we've got to grow money. Well, because we need to grow money, we need to understand what to invest in. And people are so fearful, Tim, of the stock market. Uh, You say stock market to some people and they start twitching or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. but I tell people the stock market is a lot like the supermarket. You can go in a supermarket and there's all kinds of things that you can buy for yourself, right? I've got some health nuts working around me and my my, my publicists they eat like tree bark and grab and all these things, I I eat real food. But but, but the reality is, is that in a supermarket, you can buy healthy things for yourself and there's some non-healthy things you can get. The same thing to be said in the stock market. There are things that you can invest in that are good for your financial future and things that are not so good. Mm -hmm. So the reality is, is to understand the difference between what's good and what's not good. And there's so many terms out there. It can be intimidating. I acknowledge this, having worked in that industry, but I work with an investment professional. I've got a couple of them that I work with. And so the big thing is, is don't go it alone. I want you to reach out and connect with an investment professional that can guide you. Same can be said, we'll do it with our cars. If our cars are making a noise and we can't, you know, figure out what it is, we're eventually going to go see a mechanic because we want this car to continue to move. We'll do it for our tooth, right? If a tooth starts certain, you'll eventually go see a dentist. Well, I think our financial future is more important than a tooth and more important than a car. And so we need to work with someone that has knowledge that can properly guide us.
0: Yeah, that's really good, man. Really good. Hey, um, next question, Chris, what is the hardest part of planning for retirement?
1: I think it's pushing past fear. Hmm. I think the hardest part about planning for retirement is pushing past fear. So many people are fearful because they don't know what to invest in. And by the way, I advise people to look at growth stock mutual funds. That's the thing you wanna to talk to your investment professional about and look at it, and they can start to unpack that and show you. I do not like single stocks. They're too volatile. Uh, they'll have you swigging on Pepto like it's a soda. Okay, <laughs> don't stay away from single stocks. But growth stock mutual funds I like. But people are fearful of fear. And that means they, they, they go in and they, they're scared that they, when they talk with an investment professional that this person is gonna judge them for where they are. You're going to talk about all the things they didn't do right, uh, and that's the opposite, especially if you're working with people that, that, that I recommend, and mm-hmm. that is people with the heart of a teacher. Mm-hmm. Someone with the heart of a teacher is there to help you learn. They're not there to judge. Mm-hmm. And so I think when people get past that and understand, oh, wow, I'm actually sitting with someone that wants to help me reach my dream, that fear starts to dissipate and people start to gain confidence.
0: Mm-hmm. That's good. Hey, so uh, the opposite of that. So, you know, the, the hardest part is pushing past fear for retirement. What do you think is the easiest part?
1: Oh, I think to me, the easiest part is dreaming about our our dreams, mm. like thinking about the things you want to do. Like I mentioned, traveling and going places and doing stuff with family. You know, I talk about it in my first book, Retire Inspired, I, I released that in 2016. But I kind of talk about my dream about one day being a grandparent, and even talk about my grandparent name and what I want to do with my grandkids. I think it's easy for people to tap into that dream, but we first got to find it. Mm. We get life happening. We got so much stuff buzzing, ringing and dinging that we can get so busy working that we forget what we're working for. Mm. And so I think having those dreams and seeing them in HD, that's a game changer.
0: I I agree, man. I think that's really good. Hey, so once your plan is created uh, and you've got good cadence of, you know, you're investing, you're putting in for retirement and all, should it ever be changed? And, you know, and if so, why?
1: Yeah, well, your, your investment plan is a living, breathing thing. Uh, just like we are. And, you know, we're going to make tweaks and changes uh, based on the things that are going on in the market. Uh, the things that are happening for you as income probably is growing. Right now, things are shrinking and stagnating, but we all know the market's coming back. So yes, you are going to keep your hand on the pulse, I call it, of your investment portfolio. Looking at it, staying in touch with your investment professional. You might set up a meeting. I want people to meet with their person quarterly. Mm. Like sit down, bring your statements, sit down, talk about it. And guess what? If you have a question uh, or, or you've got something you're curious about, you need to be working with with someone that you can reach out to via phone call or via email to be able to get your questions answered.
0: Mm-hmm. That's good. So I think that, uh, you know, as we start, as we start to sum to uh, finish up our podcast today, Chris, again, a lot of business folks are just in the whirlwind uh, they can't think straight. Their hair's on fire. I think just pressing pause, slowing down and thinking about, you know what, you've got to plan for the future and you got to start today no matter what age you are, no matter what season of life you are. So, hey, what's as we close, what's one piece of advice you would give our listeners today?
1: Oh, one piece of advice. Um, I would probably say that wherever it is that you are right now financially doesn't have to be where you end up unless you stop. Hmm. Okay? Um, None of us uh, have reached where we want to be. Uh, a lot of times people are, are able to look and they've maybe got some debt uh, or made some financial decisions that they wish they could go back and change. Student loans being one of those I hear the most about. Uh, we've got you know an epidemic right now with student loans at 1.7 trillion, mm. uh, acting 47 million Americans right now. And so I want people to know that where you are right now doesn't have to be where you end up unless you stop. And so that means anything worthwhile is going to require sacrifice, focus, and effort and I want you to give all three. You can do this, and we're here to help. And so if people are out there and they need more help or they want some more information or guidance, they can come to my website, chrishogan360.com. That's chrishogan360.com, and uh, learn more about my show as well as in articles and blogs that I have on my website.
0: That's good. Hey, well, um, Chris, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to hang out with us today, and I'm sure that what you've spoken to some folks Can really help them that wherever they are, they can get started and take that journey to where they can dream in HD. I love that word he's talking about, the dream in HD.
1: Well, thank you, Tim. It's a pleasure to be with you, my friend.
0: Yeah, that's right. All right, listeners, everyone, take care. Tune in next month and God bless. If you'd like to continue the journey with us, please subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. If there's specific topics you'd like to hear, be sure to put that in the comments as well. We'll be launching a new podcast on the first Wednesday of every month. If you know others that would
1: get benefit from listening to this podcast, please share it with them and we'll be seeing you guys next month.